biddies are in here. All the biddies. <laughs> All the biddies are the shorties. <laughs> this is Zanaya. It's the righteous vigilante J. Mar Creek, and you're tuning in to Minds Wide Open. Hey, yo, check it out. This is Namestream. Never mainstream. You're tuning in to Minds Wide Open Media. Shout out to the Florida Vibe Directory. You're now listening to the best playlist in South Florida. And welcome back, everybody. This is the Florida Vibe Directory. On today's podcast, we got Izzy B in the building. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's <laughs> up? So, how you feeling for this podcast? You know, tell me. What's um, good? I'm feeling good. I mean, I do a lot of playing music. I don't really do a lot of talking unless it's like, everybody get up and start, like, you know, like on the mic. <laughs> so, this is, um, it's different. <laughs> okay, sweet. No, I feel that. Um, so, you mentioned you're a DJ. Okay, tell me more, a little bit more about that. How has that uh, been treating you? Um, it's been a wild uh, ride for the last four and a half years. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of like how I got started, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Oh, um, one second. Let me just set you adjust. A, yeah, I'm like over here. Hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, so pretty much, it's kind. I I always say kind of like God wanted me to be a DJ or something because the way it happened was funny. It landed in my lap. Um, so my older sister, she's actually a really big DJ in Miami. And um, when she was first starting out, I was still in high school. And she kind of started working at this um, studio. And there they did like a program called Girls Make Beats. So I was like, oh, I need an internship. So I started working there. And to make a long story short, in exchange for like my volunteering and stuff and my internship hours, they kind of taught me like the technical end of DJing. Like so that's what it was for. It was like teaching little girls how to produce and how to DJ. Wow. So I got to like sit down in classes fully just for free, learn how to DJ. And then the next thing you know, I'm like my sister's like right hand woman, like with like carrying her stuff to her gigs. If she needs to go to the bathroom, I'm mixing like that's how it kind of started out. And then I was like, OK, I like this. Bought my own board with my little minimum wage job. And then whatever, I went to college. It was like my senior year and all that happened. Went to college, locked myself in a room for six months. I was like, I'm not leaving this room until I can confidently say I can like transition smoothly. And then boom, then I just went on a journey of like trying all different genres, submerging myself in different like musical cultures and worlds. And um, now I'm a open format DJ. Okay. <laughs> that took a long time to figure out. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So it sounds like it's been quite an experience. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't something I thought I never, when I first saw my sister doing it, I was like, I could never. Like, this looks like rocket science. <laughs> and then, like, over time, like, practice, and it's not that bad. <laughs> That's awesome. Good to hear. Um, you want to give a shout out to your sister? I don't know. She yeah. Um, at PXWeezy on Instagram. She, Go check her. My music sensei. She taught me everything. That's badass. Yeah. Very <laughs> badass. So it runs in the family. Yeah. Sounds like. My dad was a dancer too. Like we definitely have like music in our family. Very cool. He used to dance disco music like hustle and salsa and all that. Yeah. <laughs> He's insane. <laughs> nice. And are you Hispanic? Yeah. I'm half Puerto Rican, half Colombian. Nice. My and dad's you, a Puerto Rican. Do you feel like that has like contributed in any way to like uh, your love for music? Yeah, um, it's so funny. Uh, when I first started, I felt like when I was in Tallahassee, I was a girl DJ, so it was like, and I wasn't in a frat or sorority. Uh -huh. So just in that world, it was like harder to be like, hey, I'm like, I'll be like, I'm a DJ. And they're like, oh, that's cute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
it was funny like i'm like this latina girl so it was really quick to kind of want to try to throw me in like these latino parties mm. and i did them to just get like a name out there but i was like i don't want to get stuck in this because right. i don't want to be just like i want to be able to play the club like be doing that regularly so um at first i tried to fight it but then by the end my senior year i was already established and stuff in college and an fsu shout out go Knowles. um <laughs> i started doing the latin parties and like kind of bring, that ended up being a super part like the thing i tried to push away ended up being like a thing that differentiated me because okay. it wasn't something that was done but i loved it it was like i'm like why am i running away from my roots like this yeah. is where i came from like yeah i'm from miami like why? But you probably felt that pressure to be like everyone else or like every other dj probably. i just wanted to try different things like i just didn't want to get put in a box right away I was like, I want to I wanna try as many different... I want to learn. I want to be a sponge. Like, that was, like, really what I was trying to do. I see. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And do you feel like uh, you were able to pick up DJing easily? Like, I know you mentioned it was a little bit of a struggle. Like, you had to lock yourself in your room. And you're like, until I transition, <laughs> I'm not getting like, out Like, I here. learned the basics in a classroom. I feel like, okay, so we learned both, like, Ableton. We le learned that and, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't produce. <laughs> just want to put that out there. And we were learning Serato. And I picked up just I feel like anybody, if you sit sit with the two things for three months, I feel like majority of people would pick DJing. It's just an easier thing to pick up. Right. Right. Because um, that production's a whole other animal. But um, DJing. Yeah. No, I think it, it just was helpful that I was like in a classroom. This is what this button does. And like it was like DJing for dummies, you know, like mm. a nine year old is learning. I'm learning, too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it wasn't bad. And then when I was going out with my sister, it's like I learned how to apply that. It was like the next layer to it. Like, how do you talk in the mic? How do you read a room? Like the other things that you don't learn from the tech, like. Just took it to another level, essentially. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I think um, that's definitely, I can tell, like, another level of awareness for DJs. When you can see that they're reading the room correctly, yeah. right, that's, that's like, DJ awareness right there. <laughs> like, I think, you can see it. I think that's very interesting because I feel like the reason why people pick up a board, it's really different for everybody. Mm. It, like, I feel like particularly in the EDM world, mm -hmm. I'm an open format DJ, so you can see me in one set. I'm going to from genre to genre to genre to genre, and that requires let me read this room right now because let's let's be honest. In, in Miami, in a Miami nightlife, in any kind of nightlife, the bar has to make money. You want to keep the people there as long as you can. So reading the room that comes into play. But I feel like more in an EDM or like a house music in, in those kind of worlds, what I've learned through like throwing myself in there, it's all about self-expression. It's all about more, you're giving the crowd something and they're receiving it versus like you're receiving the vibes from the crowd and trying to give it, like, mm. you know, it's a different kind of exchange. I see. Um, but it, I do think in general it is, I think it is important to generally know how to read a room. Like <laughs> I'm playing this song and it's t totally tanking. Like no one's <laughs> dancing. Okay, let's move on, you know? Um, but I just, I found that difference in those two kind of worlds, which is pretty cool. And how, uh, tell me about your first gig, you know? My first gig ever. Yeah. Um, okay, first, technically my first gig was at like my friend's, a friend's house party in high school. Okay. And I brought these little, little rocket speed. I had no idea the concept of sound. I was like, oh, this little speaker will be fine. No, not like we're in a backyard. Like the sound is getting absorbed. But whatever. I like found a replacement. It was cool. Last minute did this party. It was just, I feel like that was, I didn't necessarily kill it. It's your first DJ set <laughs> ever. But um, like looking back, I'm like, oh no. Like that was just, 
I don't have the library and the catalog that I do now. Mm-hmm. But that was just more so to like get the jitters out. Like mm. for the first like couple months, every time I got behind a board, it was really scary. Like it was just like the nerves, your heart's pumping. I would have a mini panic attack. Like, <laughs> but then after by the hundredth time, just like anything else, you just kind of get your groove going and it feels natural. Love that. You know. Yeah. And then it got to a point where it was like, I got used to people. Like I told you the whole girl thing. And it, I feel like there's a lot more girl DJs now, but like four years ago was not as popular. Right, right. Um, I, can, I can't tell you how many times I've pulled up to a gig and it's like, you get these looks from people like, oh, what is this little girl going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of it, they're dapping me up, you know, like, yeah. oh, you killed it. Showing like, you respect. Yeah, exactly. But like, th- it's just the doubt. But like, it like had that, I had that when I first started, like that would have made me crumble. But like, after doing it for so long, it's like, bring it. Oh, I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? I see. It's cool. Like, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about um, being a girl DJ, right? Because you mentioned that it is a very male-dominated space, you know? Do you ever feel like that's ever kind of been a barrier for you? Um, I think... Um Yes. Yes. I feel like at first it's kind of it's kind of hard for people to take you seriously. I feel like a lot of girls get the whole she's just getting gigs because she's pretty or she's just mm. getting looks because she's a girl or getting gigs because she's a girl like that whole thing. They kind of want to downplay your talent, mm. which is kind of I, I can't I can't lie. Like, let's be real here. I think there is an advantage like and I hate to bring up where we are. We're in Miami. I feel like anywhere what, people love women. People love a good looking woman. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Unless, you know, it's true. Yeah. And like, I feel like that just that kind of like you notice like the Instagram likes or be, like if a girl's good looking like that, I think that definitely plays a part. But um, I don't ever want to discredit like a woman's talent or like her pursuit of that. You know, it's just like she looks good and she sounds good and like win win and whatever. Mm. Um. But yeah, I just think like the the like I was saying earlier, like the fact that people doubt you or like want to give discredit your talent like that. I th- feel like that's the biggest struggle. Like, gotcha. Yeah, they'll just accredit it to you being pretty or or, be, or like just that. being a girl or yeah, just simply just being, being a girl, girl and having right. it be different. I feel like now there's a lot more girl DJs like you can't. There are. You know, I feel like it, it's such a beautiful thing. Um, and I'm really proud and happy for everybody. I feel like now it's less and less of like a stigma. Uh-huh. So I think we're moving past that. Okay. Everyone, everyone is, we're getting used to the girl DJ thing. Yeah. I think it's like not a hype thing anymore. Gotcha. No, it's good to hear. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely see it myself. Um, in, so in many more world. girls. Way more. And, and some that have reached like legendary status yeah. with, with DJing, you know? Yeah. Um, like Alice in Wonderland, she's huge, humongous. Completely agree. Or Deborah DeLuca, or yeah. Charlotte DeWitt. Yeah. You know, you have these big female names, and when their name is on a flyer, they bring a ton and of people, people out. out. Like yeah. main stage, that's crazy. Yeah. Like insane. <laughs> um, I, I, I personally like um, Miha, and I don't Miha, know if you've seen Miha yeah. and like Gigi McGree go back. Like, I love their like dynamic. I'm a fangirl of a lot. There, have you heard of Sam Blackie? I have. She's she's really cool. I've been following her since like a while, like so around the time I started DJing. I'm like, this girl's dope. Like, <laughs> confidence level is out of this world. There's um, Blondish. Blondish. Blondish I is dope. Love Blondish. One thing I love about her is uh, her initiatives, right? So she's always trying to like clean the plastic of the world. She's trying to keep litter to like a minimum, and she has like a whole. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she does. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, she has like like a foundation. I'm pretty sure dedicated to. Keeping the world plastic free. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. A woman with a a girl DJ already badass, and then you add the environmentalism, triple badass. <laughs> that's just like 
Wow. There's layers. There's I just layers. now I love her even more. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and there's and we can go on and on about like the girl DJs that are out there. And, oh, uh, uh, Honey Dijon now. Mm-hmm. I think a big step in like the LGBTQ community. You know. Definitely. Um, like I just think it's really important. <laughs> very, very. And there's nothing in to me there's nothing like a feminine touch on the decks like it's just different <laughs> like we bring just a different energy entirely that is true that is true there's um don't get it twisted now girls can go hard so. <laughs> <laughs> no but there's there's a lot to be said about that balance right you got to have that masculine and feminine energy because mm-hmm. they're both different and even the way you perceive music could be different you know you could have another type of sound that may even have a more feminine touch but it's slapping you yeah. know, on the decks oh, yeah. uh, that a guy can't bring. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell or me. maybe even reading, I feel like to an extent, like just, I don't want to generalize. I feel like it's always controversial, but I feel like women in general, like we're just more nurturing by nature mm. and just more like people say we feel more, you know? Yeah. And I can, I feel more shit yeah. <laughs> and I'm a woman. <laughs> and like, I just feel like we can probably read a room a little bit better. It's not about okay. like, let me play a song I want to hear. It's like, <laughs> Let's let's make everybody have fun. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, when it comes to getting booked, um, did you find that to be like uh, r- really hard to do starting out, or was it getting easier and easier to be more ingrained in the scene? Um. Well, I could say at first, like at first, it was discouraging. I feel like where people. Um, People like to self-victimize and just be like, just they take failure as like endgame. Right. But like I told you, it was like, I'm a DJ. Haha, <laughs> that's cute. Gotcha. But that I, those kind of comments and those kind of things motivated me. It's like, okay, you're not going to watch me now, but you're going to watch me. Like, I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't, when I started out in Tallahassee, I feel like when opportunities aren't being given to them, instead of letting that like paralyze you and not let you move forward you need to make your own opportunities Mm. and like what i did in tallahassee i told you i was in a sorority i I didn't have like that back i wasn't really in the music i wasn't even in fsu i was at tcc i was in the community college (laughs) so it wasn't even like i had not really many friends to go to the clubs with and stuff like that um so whatever i just started with um just meeting people. I, I I got my first gig by working at this smoke shop, and then there was this DJ that would always come in and get his like like blunts or whatever, and I was just like, "Yo, I'm a DJ. Like, what's good? Like, whatever." <laughs> and then before you knew it, like you keep throwing that out as much as you can, and then someone might take you serious, and then whatever. That's when I got my first little um gig at this um gay bar. Okay. And I played there for like a year and a half until I was playing there for a year and a half, and as I played there. I um, threw my own parties. So through me throwing my own parties and like gaining a network of people, like I met rappers, I met um, singers, I met rappers, I met different people just in the community, vendors, people who sell clothes or necklaces. And we all kind of brought our networks of people together to throw like these massive parties. Ooh. And I, they got my following, I got their following. We kind of blended our networks together. And that kind of got my name out there. And before you knew it, a bartender from one of the biggest clubs in Tallahassee came to my party and was like, you're dope. Work there. (laughs) And then the rest is history, you know? (laughs) So just make, I think that's what it is. Just make your own opportunities if no one's really giving them to you. And don't be afraid to be, because if you're hungry, people are going to want to feed you, you know? Someone was in your position at one point. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I I think... uh, this is always a, a difficult, I think, topic for some for some DJs because they don't know how to break the scene, right? They 
I've seen DJs just kind of, like you said, that discouragement can really affect them because no promoters is, is giving them the time of day. So what do you got to do? Yeah. You know, and like you said, you got to make your own opportunities, figure it out. Yeah. I think throwing parties is such a great idea. And just uh, your network is your net worth. Like mm. that is so valuable. Like who, you know, like I said, I met these rappers who have a following these whatever who had a fall like uh, another d like bring all your people together and then your people meet their people and whatever and whatever whatever i feel like another thing that people miss is like some people are so caught up and you meet a lot of i'm sure in in any kind of industry you meet people who are just kind of in it for themselves i think being a good person will take you such a long way too Mm. like i don't know if you ever heard like what you give is what you receive definitely i think like not being greedy with like your contacts not being greedy with putting people on like really just wanting to help the community grow, like helping the people around you, it comes back to you tenfold, mm. you know, just being a solid person. So that's another layer to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's another layer in itself. Your network's your net worth, make your opportunities and be a good fucking person. Boom, make it happen. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh, and be patient. Oh, that's a big one. Be patient. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever felt like mad anxious because things aren't happening? Oh, my God. I can't tell you. You know, that six months of me locking myself in my room and just me. That was was when I was working at the smoke shop and be like, I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. I I got I thought that I was necessarily expecting everything to happen all at once. But I can tell you, I called my sister. I remember there was one night that I called my sister bawling, crying like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. And she goes, you know, like just bawling, crying. And she was just like, I feel so much pressure, this and that. She's like, listen, if you don't want to do this, make room for people who do. <laughs> she was mad straight up with you. She is. like that's. She gives me the tough love that I need. Like, Not only in DJing, she's coached me on life. Yeah. So like, she's like, make room for people who do. If you don't want to do this, then don't make yourself unhappy. If this is stressing you out, don't make yourself unhappy, but make room for someone who does. And I was like, no, I want this. Like, I didn't come this far just to come this far. Yeah. God didn't make... Why would... I told you the story of how I landed on my lap. Like, I wasn't looking for it. Why did it land on my lap if I wasn't meant to do this? And, like, me not letting my, like, crying and that, all that get to me and just make me give up, me persevering and kept going. Like, I've done things that, with DJing that I never thought I could. Oh, yeah, true that, true that. You know, I remember... um, how I first found out that you do DJ mm-hmm. was um, my close friend Nelson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vice Promotions. Yes. Yes. I yes. worked with them for a while when they were starting up. Exactly. Yeah. And I think he made a post and you were in a DJing. And I'm like, hold up. Who is this? And we had all these mutual followers. And I'm like, okay, you're, you must be a DJ that's <laughs> up in the scene there. I see you. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. You know? Um, yeah. No, Vice Promotions. I remember I went to like their warehouse party and whatever. I just was like. Okay, so a side interest of mine aside from DJing, and this actually came before the DJing. I I just love to like bring people together through the means of music. That's that's my mission statement altogether. Whatever, regardless of what that means, like, uh, and that's what I'm kind of doing now that I'm in Miami is like working more behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, as well as still DJing. Never giving that up, but. Um, with them they kind of gave me like aside from me throwing my own events but it was like little house parties like they it was with them it was like on a legitimate level like i understood what it was to book artists like the thought process that goes behind that like the budgeting seeing what that looks like like everything behind the scenes in terms of what goes into an event i saw that competitive analysis like i just learned so much through them so i'm very grateful for them very grateful for nelson and carlos as well they're both like the the duo there yep um 
And yeah, we had a lot of fun throwing shows and hanging out with DJs. <laughs> it was a blast. That's pretty bad. I got Green Velvet, his like Dom Perignon and Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I was like, dude, I heard you love them. <laughs> and we were just kicking, with, uh, kicking it with him the rest of the night. And he, we met a lot of cool people. That's really <laughs> cool. Really cool. How important do you think networking is? I know you mentioned your network is your net worth. Yeah. But um, how do you take the steps to actually increase your network, right? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm, it's not, I can't sit here and like make it seem like it's easy for everybody. But I can say this, like I've always been generally outgoing, but it's weird. It's like I'm hot and cold sometimes. Like sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk. Sometimes I am like, I get it. I, I've been in, in both sides of the spectrum. Where I'm just like, ah, and then other <laughs> times where I'm like, I don't know what to say right now, <laughs> you know. Um, but just generally, I mean, go with the people that like you're, you're resonating with their energy, like whoever you're just feeling kind of attracted towards and just, you know, just ask them about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. Start off the conversation with like a compliment. Like, dude, I really like your shirt. Oh, that, oh, I actually really do like your necklace. <laughs> <It's really> <laughs> <laughs> like start off with it. Like your necklace is dope. Where'd you get it? Da -da -da -da, you know? And then you just keep asking questions. It's made sound like an interview at first. And if it sounds too much like an interview, move on to the next person, you know, like, <laughs> just start asking questions compliment i feel like that's the best way to like start it off yeah. a compliment, compliment and then keep going mm. that's definitely a good way to just break the ice immediately yeah yeah and that's my my only uh tip <laughs> <laughs> for anyone looking to network in the dj yeah. world yeah start building those compliments <laughs> compliments and um or like or like oh after someone does their set like yo like your set was dope like that that's really cool. That's a good, yeah, that's a compliment. It's a compliment. It hypes, <laughs> yeah, hypes people up. Yeah, I just positive energy. Like, you come with a good vibe, and people are going to be like, oh, it's all please, this is cool. <laughs> so you recently um, moved back down here. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. So now you're in South Florida. Yeah, permanently. I, um, I moved back in, like, August. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. And are you seeing, like, quite a contrast between the music you oh, know, yeah. from North Florida to South Florida? Oh, absolutely. In, in Tallahassee, it's very... Mm, it's very, um, I want to say, like, FAMU and FSU is very segregated. Mm -hmm. You go into a FAMU scene, it's more like your hip-hop, your R&B, um, Afrobeats. Like, you can find more of that kind of scene on that side. Okay. And then on the FSU side, it's very EDM, house music, pop, the corny throwbacks. <laughs> 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 like, um, or like a rap song with into a d -d 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 crazy remix. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Lots of that. Um, but definitely a big contrast in music from Miami because Miami is just very, obviously very Latino influenced, but there is even within that their own little pockets. You, you get really everything out here. Yeah. I can say, honestly, the only scene I don't really see a strong, prominent um, prominent scene for, but I have seen parties go down, is like the dubstep scene. I feel like that could probably be a little bit stronger. Yeah, it's growing-ish. It's very underground, though, yeah, and I think it super. always kind of has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because to Latinos, are like, I just want to shake my hoops. This doesn't make sense <laughs> to them, you know? What is this, um, headbanging? I don't know. Headbanging, you can headbanging. Like, they're not, they're <laughs> not. Say what? <laughs> you know, Definitely. it's just, it's it's hard it's hard to be like a music appreciator because it's like I've been able to submer sub submerge myself in different cultures of music and mm. I love I'm like I can get it I can get it I can get it in every type of world but I it's hard to translate that to other people like to hard to I wish I can like give them my eyes and my ears and like 
so you can get it. But yep. not everyone's going to get it, and it's okay. Yeah. I've learned to, d- to just live with it. Got to appreciate <laughs> that they appreciate whatever they got, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And let it be. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. How important do you feel like uh, being well-rounded with all these different music genres um, has played a role in your DJing? Um, I just don't really put pressure on it. It's just naturally who I, I was. I feel like I was putting more pressure when I tried to decide on what kind of DJ I wanted to be. I had for the longest, it was like this internal battle. Like, what, why, like, why am I not like, why can't I just pick one? Cause like, it's the truth. Like when you're, when you're a niche DJ, you kind of accelerate faster. Like that's just how like the Instagram culture works. You are like marketing 101. Like you find a target audience you serve that purpose yeah stick to it and you're gonna accelerate but for me it's like i resonate with all i want all of us to come together (laughs) so it's a little bit harder um but yeah no it's it's just natural to me honestly okay nice nice um i love learning about i told you i want to bring people together through the means of music whatever that means and like as much as i love music i I love people like i love studying people in, in the musical lens you know yeah like it's it's cool to me how like okay in the hip-hop world everybody dresses different from the people in the house world and like the way they party the their poisons of choice like <laughs> everything is just different like very different very the energy different. like energy cool. being like one of the main ones i've noticed myself and it's even more fun when you can get down in every scene oh, yeah. yeah that's for sure yeah that's for sure. some things i feel like a fish out of water yeah because some are more welcoming than others but yeah <laughs> that's the truth I'm like here to appreciate man yeah 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 um do you see yourself going into more gigs now that you're in south florida like um what are you looking to branch into so i had a residency when i was up in tallahassee for like two years um, wow it was in pop bellies that was like a really big club out there um so it was like so and i would play i, I played at like three different clubs out there but when I came back, I kind of, and I knew this coming back. I'm like, girl, you're going to have to humble yourself. <laughs> like, this is not, it's not the same. It's a big contrast from being, like, the only girl in Tallahassee. Because, like, g- girls who pick up the um, DJing there, they they wanted to do house music or, like, techno or d- dubs. Like, they, they wanted to do EDM. And, like, for the club, that doesn't necessarily work every night. Mm. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just not what it is. Mm-hmm. So I was the only girl who really did open format. Mm-hmm. And... What I, like it would be crazy. My schedule would be like I'm opening for Rod Wave, then Dombrowski the next day. <laughs> like, you know, it's like a a complete difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah. So going from that, doing stuff like that, to coming back and just kind of humbling myself. Okay, there's a lot of girls who do open format down here. There's girl like I feel like it's I love it because honestly, like I told you, like how people would be like, "That's cute when you DJ," like, and I was like, "Bring it. I'm gonna show you." It's kind of like okay now. I love this because instead of me just being comfortable up there and mm. I felt myself getting that towards the last of my months. Now it's like, I feel a challenge. I kind of feel like a flame under my ass. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I feel inspired by all these girls that are doing this or like even, even the guys, like when I go out and I'm just listening and really soaking it all in. But, um, in terms of gigs at first it was very slow. I can't lie to you. And yep. then things slowly but surely picked up i'm actually right now with like a booking agency they're called don't look down productions very cool and um they get me more it's more like corporate gigs through them but um you can find me at baby jane every every other week (laughs) that's pretty cool baby jane's a great spot yeah it's a really cool bar good ramen good music by yours truly um (laughs) a little bit of everything a little bit of everything (laughs) 
And um, yeah, I'm going back to Tallahassee actually next month. And then I'm going to be doing Bimini in March through the booking agency. Because wow. um, I don't know if any of the listeners have heard of like Shut the Fuck Up and Party. I have not. Well, they, that's a big party, spring break party that goes on in Bimini. So I'm going to be okay. there for like two weeks. Very cool. I'm excited. I'm pumped. That sounds like <laughs> a, a wild time, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I, they're, I'm going to be there for like the week that FSU comes. I'm going to be like, come home to me. <laughs> <laughs> All the knolls coming at you mm-hmm. one at once. I'll be like, I miss you guys. <laughs> pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, could you ever see yourself? Uh, where in South Florida are you at currently? In Miami? Um, I am. I, I'm both... Um, like in the 954-305 areas. Gotcha. But I stay in Pembroke Pines, yeah. but I, I'm often in like Edgewater area. Yeah, the Miami. I have like two cribs flip back and forth. Nice. <laughs> when nice. I need to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I work like my office during the week, day to day. I work a lot in Hollywood around this area. Right, yeah. And then um, then when it's like I work in Miami, if I'm doing a baby Jane and it's like I'm not trying to drive all the way back to Broward. Word, <laughs> yeah. Word. Uh, do you, can you see yourself at a different place than Baby Jane, like spreading into maybe like a? Of course, but like I mean, for now, I, I mean, no shade. I love Baby Jane. I love y'all. If y'all watching, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Shout out, Baby Jane. <laughs> um, I love Baby Jane. Um, for now, um, I definitely see myself branching into. I, I'm down to experience anything. I'm still growing out here. I know that I'm an open format DJ that is already been. I, I'm done with the whole going against the grain (laughs) going against myself um so yeah anywhere that is welcoming an open format dj i am your gal (laughs) love to hear it love to hear it. anywhere in like winwood i probably would see myself i do i play sometimes in um tiki garden it used to be like the old wood tavern so i've been playing a little bit there but like any anywhere around winwood i really i really like that area i really like how like you can kind of get experimental there and it's no heat definitely and, and winwood is um more chill i would say yeah, yeah yeah you can you can really just i just everywhere i've heard i've heard just like b- like mashups that i've never heard before that go hard or like <laughs> sounds that i've never like just cultural sounds you hear a little bit of everything it's really mm-hmm. cool and, and i resonate with that when you uh dj what type of equipment do you use um i have used uh an sx3 like a ddj sx3 mm-hmm. use a ddj uh 1000 mm. and then srt i'm a serato baby sorry record box <laughs> <laughs> um but i use record box too if like sometimes like for house gigs i'll i'll, I'll use the usb because i just know it's like not with the culture to bring your laptop right so I, I bring the usb i'd be using record box but um serato is just what i'm comfortable with gotcha. and then i can do the cdjs with my laptop as well Nice. So nice. So you got a lot of versatility there. Yeah. That's good. That's <laughs> so good. That's what you need. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the one bitch at the house event bringing her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, bro, get out of here. Proper. You have a stand. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. That's hilarious. <laughs> that would be really awkward. And how um, do you have you found it hard because you've moved to a different location, uh, building like another fan base here, or like bringing out more people? Um, like building out a fan base. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's that took years in Tallahassee, so it's gonna be the same thing here. I'm just I'm just trying like the more the more gigs and more I put myself out there, the more I, your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you do that and are patient, it'll come. <laughs> so I'm not really stressing about it. It just I it's like if you fuck with me, you're gonna fuck with me, and like I'm gonna love you if you fuck with me. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What have you been doing for content? 
Um, like, I know that's another facet of like being a DJ, just being able to put yourself out there all the time. Yeah, um, just really just g- capturing the gigs that I'm at. That's mostly what I'm like. Pro- Cause I've gotten, I've, I was bad at that at a point. Like, it's yeah. like I've done all these things and I have no pictures, no evidence of me being there, and that's really important. So I'm trying to get better at that, which I have been. That's New Year's resolution going well. Um, so that, and then obviously mixes. I definitely want to come out with like an open format mix. <laughs> I feel like that would be. I've I've just done like just different genres. Yeah. But I've done like house and Latin music. Okay. But I want to just do one that's like just open format, so it can you could hear everything in one sitting. That's like actually a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it was like I, it's hard to approach it. I was like, should I? do one like every genre just single because it would like probably perform better uh-huh. i feel like for the listener because what if like i do an open format mix and like you're just not the sections you're only gonna focus certain sections like that was like the right right but i'm just gonna do what i do <laughs> that's the best way to attract your tribe right yeah. just do what you do just do what you do and it'll come mm-hmm. love that i love that well sick and where do you see yourself um you know going next like i know you mentioned baby jane want to go to a club do you got any other aspirations besides um djing yeah so i mean outside with with djing well i guess we'll start with that like i just want to really get a solid residency gotcha oh no people are calling me um like a solid residency couple residencies that'd be awesome and like traveling more i want to probably get out in tallahassee more i am gonna get out in tallahassee no probably (laughs) and um doing that and yeah just kind of just getting more gigs and traveling and that's kind of my goal with that and then out, outside of that I want to do events like so my passion is like kind of events so right now with the booking agency not only are they just my booking agency I work with them mm-hmm. so they're kind of like it's like I'm a one-stop shop like if you need your speakers if you need a stage if you need like gotcha. anything if you want to throw any kind of event a bar mitzvah or a festival hit me up you know <laughs> like <laughs> I'm your girl um so I have everything through them. I can get you hooked up. So I'm just learning everything. Like, I want to be a sponge. Like, one day I want to throw my own music festival or, like, constantly be throwing concerts. So right now I'm just kind of being a sponge and learning everything I can through them. And, like... How'd you get plugged up with them? So my sister... Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So the girls make beats full circle, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was in class with his do- the, the guy who runs the company, DJ Vertigo. Shout out to DJ Vertigo. Shout out. Um, he used he used to DJ for the Marlins. The oh, Marlins word! Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, he um, I was in class with his daughter. I was learning with his daughter. His daughter was like she's in high school now, but like at the time, I think she was like nine or something. Wow, she's a little girl. And I was like, they're setting her up for class. Like, yeah, girl, you got it. You know, like <laughs> it's crazy. And like, it's funny. The girls that were like DJ Kit Kat, DJ M and M's, or like, <laughs> um. Yeah, I was in the class with his daughter, so he met me there. And then when I left to college and my sister stayed back, he kind of hooked my sister up. He's like, hey, like this booking, we're going to start booking DJs. Having the, He had all these gigs that he couldn't do all of them, started giving them to DJs, and then it became a booking agency. So he started off with my sister while I was off in college. So he started giving her her first like little gigs here and there. And then now my sister, she's gotten to a point where she's like, she's she's doing really well with herself let's just let, we'll just leave it at that nice. and now she's like all right well i'm not gonna be able to do all these things let me hand them off to my sister kind of thing and like now i just i just work with them that's incredible myself. yeah really cool i kind of got the layup she gave me the alley-oop yeah you got the alley-oop and you <laughs> took it you're like i'm running with this yeah it's a good it's a good start for sure yeah badass very badass mm-hmm. um 
One second, let me get a little sip of water here. Of course, yeah, the <laughs> little raspy. <laughs> mm. So when it comes to um, building these uh, connections, like you said, you you met your the, you were in the school with the daughter. You know the person who runs uh is, is it a promotional company or is it a uh, an events company how would you describe it production agency like a production company and um like a booking agency gotcha they literally like anything you need if you need an led robot or like a fire dancer yeah. we got you damn like, that's we pretty badass yeah like anything you need wow good One to know yeah, that's actually really good to know yeah um <laughs> i saw on your instagram bio actually that you sing yeah. Are you still singing? I started off as a singer. I do like like my friends that are producers, like they'll hit me up like right now. Shout out to my boy Cabby. I made a song with him called For the Night and Zodal Beats. Really good. Check it out. Um but yeah, Cabby, we have to get back in the stew and finish a song. We kinda <laughs> we kinda just like left there. Uh-huh. <laughs> we started in Tallahassee and we've been like texting each other like, let's link and finish this up. But yeah, I just kinda do vocals on like tracks that my friends do. But uh, a New Year's resolution of mine is to learn how to produce myself because that would just be, be would a just be game convenient. changer. Yeah, yeah. Take it to the next level. Yeah. But I told you, like, when I sat with both of them, I was like, I'm going to just go this way. <laughs> but I'm learning, I'm learning this year. Now that I'm getting older and just all the stuff that I've been through, like, you have to make yourself uncomfortable to grow. So Definitely. I'm, I'm just going to have to take the L and just sit through it, you know? And I it's like going it. to be a W at the end. Like, I'm going to be grateful. For so. sure. And I think that's where a lot of the biggest growth in DJs comes, you know, when they start producing their own tracks and then throwing them out there. That's where you get a lot of attention. Like, people start playing your tracks. And yeah. now, now you don't Anybody. have to be at the show to play your music, you know? Yeah. Someone else will play your music. Exactly. And yeah. then, and and also, I feel like... I think the part that like I never got around to it too is like how I'm grateful that like how easily DJing kind of landed on my lap. Mm-hmm. Like girls make beats like what? <laughs> 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 Conveniently. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, I don't really have that. Like girls make beats isn't really around for me anymore. I don't really have that situation. But we're in the information age and we have YouTube. So just tighten up and sit through like a Bet. Ableton 101. I have the equipment. I just need to really just sit and do it. Yeah. No, I, I get the the hesitation. Like it could be very complicated to figure out. Mm-hmm. Once you got it, you got it. You know. And I think too, it's like, and I've asked a lot of producers this too. I'm like, how long did it take you before you made a track you were proud of? Hmm. Like, she <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah. So lots of producers I know they can make the most perfect song and they'll still tell you there's something wrong with it. Yeah. Where our own artists are the worst critics. Yeah, exactly. The worst critics. It's never complete. Ever. You know, ever. Um, Don, like Kanye West and Donda, like, holy crap. Right, <laughs> it's right. still, he put it, I mean, he didn't put it out, but put it out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we don't know the story, but like, it still wasn't ready to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. we really don't know. When you first started singing, um, how did that begin? Like, was it difficult for you to build, to, to sing? Um, no. So it's great. Like, since I was little, I've always, that's what I, <laughs> when I was little, I wanted to be like a Disney Channel star. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I, I love that. Like, I always wanted, I was always just very like in school plays and talent shows. Like, that was always like my thing. Mm. So that was the thing that that's why I joined Girls Make Beats because they were like making actually sitting in the studio. I came along just to help the little girls write songs and like sing like that's what I was there for. And then it turned into like, yo, you want to sit in the class? <laughs> yeah, it turned to something and way then, more. Psh, it changed everything. Um, but yeah, no, uh, 
Wait, what was the question again? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again? I'm, I feel like I'm tangent, like going on no, a tangent. No, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's How did I get into it? Or I, it's been since I was younger. Gotcha. So gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If singing came like easily, or if like you needed to build it, because I have some friends who, like, the only way they're able to sing on tracks is if they like build their vocal cords. Oddly enough, like, because they didn't start singing until like layering much older. their vocal cords on the track. Well, yeah. One is layering. Layering helps. But literally, like developing a your, voice. your voice, yeah. yeah oh, it's like it's it's like if you go to the gym, if you want to get ripped biceps or something, you gotta do bicep curls. Right, <laughs> but, right, right. You know, like you gotta go to the gym and or get a physique. Anything healthy, like it, it's a muscle you're working out mm. essentially. So yeah, that mm -hmm. that definitely takes time. But now today, it's like you don't even gotta sing. No, at all. <laughs> you at know, all. You know, auto tune and all that stuff like really helps. You just gotta know how to produce yeah yeah <laughs> honestly like but it helps it helps trust that me i'm an island boy like <laughs> they made that sound clean they did, they did. <laughs> like, and they were ass when yeah. they sang it so but we heard them in the jacuzzi it was not clean exactly or pool whatever the, no, <laughs> facts facts um when it comes to the environment do you feel like the dj scene or just the music scene can get kind of toxic at times or has it been a, just a all broad great experience? Um, yes, I mean I found myself a victim to um, being a little bit of an alcoholic for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, imagine you work at the club, you had a drink tab, right? That's almost damn near endless. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and you have your friends that come out to see you every week that are like, "Got you a shot," yeah. you know, like it. And if you like to drink, it's just a, a recipe for disaster. Mm. Um, so I found myself getting into that and I had my own struggles with like, cause when you do, when you're under the influence on a frequent basis, like you just, when you're sober, it's like you face the, the consequences. Like I dealt with really bad anxiety. At times it was like depression. At times it was just like, you waste a whole day cause you're hungover. And then you feel like shit because you wasted a whole day. So then you're sad about that. Like, <laughs> like you go through your own mental struggles. Um, so I do think it's a little bit of a toxic, but it's it, you have to have a strong mind. It's easier said than done, and I feel like your environment is a very powerful thing into in terms of any habits you want to acquire or do. Um, different genres of music. If we were having this conversation now for camera. Different genres of music have their like I was telling you. It's it's interesting to see like how everyone gets their fix. Yep. Some communities it's just alcohol cocaine others it's like all drugs a to z mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and like depending on which community you are it's like you find issues for a people in all of them you know what i mean like and those come with their own other layer of mental health and craziness so how do you feel like you've overcome that challenge like you said you were almost an alcoholic like how did you stop yourself from getting to that point um i'm not gonna sit here and say like i'm innocent i've dabbled you know and right. and, and, and things beyond alcohol I've dabbled and um, whatchamacallit, I just, I just, for me, like in my soul and for me, I was just like, this isn't me. Excuse me. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> I was like, this isn't, that's like an affirmation. Um, I was like, this isn't me. This isn't for me. This is not like, I just felt like it was just very dark energy that I was around. Mm. So just like, this is not for me. And like, still now i have to i'm still working on i just stopped vaping i'm trying to stop vaping right temp number 100 it's tough <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i'm trying to work on that um 
even alcohol like i just went from ordering like tequila water lime to ordering like a chardonnay you know Mm -hmm. like it's like baby steps baby steps Uh but um yeah it's just all about having a strong mind but as far as anything like harder than that like i've just really i i guess i've been kind of strong-minded like i kind of just stay away from that but everyone has their own different things you just have to know like oh i have an addictive personality i should probably stay away from that yeah and it's choices like it's really choices and And if and if you are okay with that and that works for you i'm not judging either i just want to make that clear like yeah yeah you know some people can handle it and some people can't. I quite frankly can't. Like yeah. it just it really just takes a toll on me. And it definitely comes with uh, I think even being an extrovert, you know, just being a uh, addictive personality like it, it clings very easily. I have addiction for sure in my family, you yeah. know. So yeah. it's like I have to be kind of careful and I have cl- like I found my addictions and other things, but it it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> well, right now, the best addiction to have is music. Yeah. Right? Just stick to the music. and That's why we're all there in the first place. Exactly. So. Exactly. In the scene, making it grow mm-hmm. just for the love of the music. A thousand percent. Definitely. So where can the people find you on, on all like Instagram? Do you got a YouTube? Like on okay, so on Instagram at Izzy Beat Baby underscore. I repeat at Izzy Beat Baby underscore. If you wanna Beautiful. follow me on Twitter and listen to my random thoughts at Izzy B <laughs> Baby, no underscore. At Izzy B Baby. Um at my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Izzy B Baby with three Y's. It's really complicated. It just didn't have Izzy B Baby underscore available for everything. So <laughs> I had to like maneuver. Um, but yeah, Izzy B Baby with three Y's. I'll leave them the links and everything so you guys can get all of that. Sounds fantastic. Um, but yeah, if you want to find that, yeah, just follow me on Instagram and just one stop shop. You'll find all the links. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Versus going through all my variations. <laughs> like three Y's underscore. One day I'm going to buy them all. I'm going <laughs> to just buy his baby. I love it. Well, dope. Um, is there anything, like, last remarks you would like to give the audience? Or? Um, I mean, I hope you guys gain something from this. <laughs> um, I want to thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, and, yeah, just keep keep going, and you'll keep growing. Hell, yeah. And that's it. Well, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Izzy, for joining us. This has been a pleasure. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Um, and... We will catch you guys soon on the next one. If you like what you saw, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you soon. Peace out. (laughs) Yeah. That was good.